Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Henry McRae from the Transfer Window Podcast. We've just published our latest podcast on the perils of the transfer window and how just one wrong move can signal the end of a manager's career. Podcast regulars Ian McGarry and Duncan Castles discuss the Everton manager's post, which is now vacant following the sacking of Ronald Koeman and inevitably Celtic manager Brendan Rodgers' name came up as a possible replacement. This was recorded the morning after Celtic's emphatic 3-0 victory over Aberdeen at Pitodry on Wednesday night. This is just a small slice of the bigger transfer window podcast, but we thought it was worthwhile sharing with you here on the Record Celtic podcast. You can subscribe to both on iTunes or Audioboom. We start with close confidant of the Celtic manager, Ian McGarry. First of all, Brendan Rodgers uh, enjoys managing Celtic immensely. Uh, it was his uh, boyhood club that he supported. He's made that obvious. Um, and so managing them uh, in part of his coaching career was always going to be an ambition. It probably came earlier than he thought it might, um, given that he left Liverpool and had a time off before being appointed. He's Again, facts. History tell us that he's doing everything uh, and more asked of him. He's won every... Uh, competition domestically that they've entered so far. He's he's unbeaten domestically as well. And here's the big but. Uh, Brendan is um, a very ambitious man. Uh, he's still a very young coach uh, in relative terms. And he wants to prove himself at the very highest level. At the moment, his only opportunity to do that is in the Champions League. And as we've seen uh, with results, um, barring obviously the one in Belgium, uh, Celtic are not in any way uh, the force to be reckoned with in the Champions League that they are in the Scottish Premier League. And I know from speaking to Brendan, from friends of Brendan as well, that that frustrates him because as much as they may have uh, more financial um, power and uh, the reputation history of Celtic Football Club, it's still an attractive prospect to players, especially even foreign players, as well as um, domestic ones coming to them uh, to play at Celtic and play at Celtic Park in front of those fans. The fact that Brendan, as a coach, doesn't have the tools, players, resources at his disposal to compete um, in Champions League terms and make an impact for Celtic in Champions League terms is is an immense frustration. I think for anyone who's ambitious in their career, uh, the objective of proving yourself at a higher level is got to be a driving one and look I know that Everton are, are very interested in Brendan Rodgers when they sacked Ronald Koeman they didn't actually have a candidate singled out a primary single candidate who they believed that they would get and would sign Ancelotti obviously has has been widely touted it's my belief that Ancelotti does not want to coach Everton 
And therefore, it comes down to people like Sean Dyche. Um, people mentioned Sam Allardyce. I don't believe that. I think Brendan is certainly in the top three there in terms of Everton's choices. And obviously, there's some personal history there because Brendan managed Liverpool. I don't think Brendan would see that as a, a problem for him. Um, after all, Liverpool sacked him. Uh, and it's now been shown that his win percentage rate uh, is better after the same amount of Premier League games than Jurgen Klopp's. So Brendan's been the manager's came closest to winning the Premier League in <clears throat> the 22 years since Liverpool last won at the top division than any other manager. So why not go to Everton, do a good job, prove himself there, and then move to a bigger club, a more elite club? I suspect Brendan would see that as within his capabilities. Um, I think timing is against him in this one. I don't think he wants to walk out on Celtic at this moment uh, in his tenure. He still thinks they can qualify for European football after uh, Christmas, whether that be Europa League or not. And I think seeing out, certainly this season, would be his preference. But opportunities don't come along that often for a club which has the sort of potential stature and history as Everton. So I think it'll be very interesting three, four, five days. Remember, after this weekend, we're going to the international break. So the Everton owners uh, and board have time uh, after this weekend, and David Dunsworth has already been confirmed in charge, to actually then perhaps meet people face-to-face. We talked about earlier the importance of looking in the eyes of someone and knowing they're committed to your project, to meet the people uh, who they are considering for the job and then make an announcement which allows that coach to then go train with the non-international players uh, and get a feel for the training ground and everything else and then take them forward into the rest of the season and, of course, a very important January window. So my um, personal sort of uh, outlook on this is Brendan would be a good fit for Everton. Uh, it's a difficulty in terms of timing uh, for him to leave Celtic. But again, um, these opportunities don't come up necessarily when you want them to. Therefore, uh, I'd say there is a, a decision to be made, both by Brendan Rodgers and by Everton and, of course, by Celtic if they want to release him in the next uh, seven to ten days. Certainly, the word coming from uh, around the club um, and and in the in the, the media is that you know Brendan Rodgers has no intention of leaving Celtic for a club of a lesser stature, and you you know you would have to say that Everton would not correct me if I'm wrong, but Celtic would be certainly as, as seen here as a much bigger club than the likes of Everton. But is Duncan is realistically is Brendan Rodgers going to walk out of Celtic into a club bigger than Everton? Oh, look, um, in, in world football terms and in terms of practical resources on you, you can put onto the field and the, the level you're playing at, I think you've got to say that Everton are a bigger club than Celtic at the moment. Not in history, but in terms of what the job involves the stage you're you're playing on and the resources available to you to um to structure your squad and and build things going forward so um i think that that that's not the aspect of the decision for for brendan rogers if everton were to approach him and offer them the job um i think strength as a manager is that he is an extremely hard worker um, he's a, he's very diligent about his training methods he's um, he's worked under good people and and um, and worked extremely hard to, 
to gain as much from them and take as much from them as possible to develop himself as a manager. So from that perspective, Ian's absolutely right that this isn't a good time to take over a club. A manager like Rodgers, who, who prepares well and, and puts a lot of stock in his training, will always want to take over a club in the summer when he's got the ability to do a full pre-season and have a full transfer window to to set the team up and give himself the best um, platform to work from. So that, that, that would definitely be a thing um, against moving there. Um, I would say you'd have to be a very brave man to, um, to go back to Merseyside um, with his history with Liverpool and then take over at Everton. But um, he's always struck me as an extremely self-confident and ambitious individual. So not a factor for him. He'd be ready to take that challenge on. Certainly, that ambition and self-confidence translates into thinking that his ultimate place in football is above the status of a club like Everton. So he, he would see it as a stepping stone. Um, go back to England, prove yourself again in the Premier League as a top manager, and then wait and see which of the of the, the very big jobs come open. And I think, as we've discussed before, he'd be a candidate for Chelsea because of his history at the club and the fact that Chelsea changed their managers on, on average every two years, if not, if not quicker than that. So those opportunities are going to turn up. Um, the final point would be, I, I would say, if Brendan Rodgers does take um, the Everton job, then the press conferences on Merseyside are going to be some of the most um, amusing uh, in English football, because we'll, <laughs> we'll have two men, two men who have um, don't seem to have any hesitancy in saying some quite absurd things at certain moments um, about their team uh, in defence of their their football, or even in overegging the the recipe when it comes to um, talking about expectations of what the club can do compared to their realistic status they're at at the time. Okay, folks, that was just a small taster of the Transfer Window podcast. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the Record Celtic podcast and the Transfer Window podcast on iTunes or Audioboom. We'll look forward to catching you next time.